Are you ready? Hello and welcome to another episode of the Around the CFL podcast. Anthony here with you. And again, football is back. Teams are getting ready and rookies are starting to report to camp. And our guest today is no exception. So sit tight and we'll be right back with today's special guest. All right, so the CFL Combine is over, the CFL Draft is over, and it's time for the rookies to report to camp, and our guest today is no exception. He is the now former defensive lineman at the University of British Columbia Thunderbirds, and you know what? I'm going to let you introduce yourself because maybe it hasn't fully sunken in yet. Tell everybody who you are. Uh, Yeah, I'm uh, Lake Corte Moore, defensive lineman uh, for now the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Number three overall in the 2023 CFL draft and the highest rated Canadian player coming out of U sport. And now, like you said, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, how does it feel? It's amazing. Um, it's a truly an honor and I, I can't wait to get to work with the, with the entire team up in Saskatoon and, and get the season going. Uh, you're originally from our nation's capital, right? In Ottawa. So where did your football start? Yeah, uh, football started for me in when I was six years old. Uh, Ottawa has an amazing youth football program uh, and just an entire amazing football kind of landscape in Ottawa. So started when I was six years old and, and, has, and I've been playing ever since. From one side of the country to the other, what led you out to UBC? Yeah, UBC... Um, the biggest thing was it's it's an amazing football program and it's an amazing school. Um, so those those things were were big factors in it. And then also I had family that lived close, so it was kind of home away from home for me. And and also like you can't you can't beat the weather out here. Um, being able to <laughs> play play golf during in in January or going to the beach in January and then going up and going skiing in powder all in the same weekend, you really just can't beat it. But uh, yeah, that's. I'm glad that I chose to come out here, and it's been an amazing time. So, what did you take at UBC? I took uh, sociology. Nice. Is there a, is there a plan outside of football to you know in the sociology field? I uh, I I'm not sure. I kind of gonna see where life takes me with football <laughs> yeah. and things like that. But then in the off season too, um. I, I want to get really uh, like I've I, I've been a carpenter up in Whistler, um, so I, I want to keep growing with that and, and possibly looking into that. And then there's other options as well that that I'd like to look into, like possibly becoming a firefighter and things like that. So um, just gonna just gonna take it one day at a time and and see see what the options are. Uh, yeah, there's a future Hall of Fame kicker in Calgary, Rene Paredes, who actually just became a firefighter and he signed another contract. He's playing. So why not? Right. Exactly. I know, I know a lot of them out here. So there's it's a, it's a great business. <laughs> what was it like for uh, to play for coach Blake Nil? It, it was amazing. Um, he is an amazing coach. He's an amazing man. Um, and he's truly a mentor to everyone. Um, he he knows how to pick guys up when they're down, and and he also knows how to make guys work um, when he knows they're not working hard enough. So he's always been uh, someone very close to me, and I, and I look at him as as someone that I can always go to for guidance in life, and and the, all the stories he tells us from from years back, um, they're always interesting and they're always awesome. And um, yeah, he's just an amazing coach and an amazing man. 
what uh, type of inspiration did he give you or what words of wisdom did he give to you right before the draft? Right before the draft, um, I would say he he just he he would always harp with me that I haven't hit my potential yet. And I, I would totally agree with that. Yes, I, I keep getting better, but there's always room to improve. Um, but he he said that he was he basically told me that I have put all the work in and now it's just time for me to go out there and just keep improving and keep working and and do what I do. But at the same time, never be satisfied with where I'm at. Do you have a most memorable experience during your time on the field with the Thunderbirds? Uh, I have a few, um, but I, I would say definitely just one that's that's one that sticks with me uh, and probably will stick with me for a while was uh, this past year when, of course, we we didn't get the chance to go for the Vanier. We didn't win the Hardy, but um, we played in the Shrumble and we ended up getting a trophy at the end of the year. And not many people can say they they uh, they've done that. And just to be able to celebrate with with my brothers and, and that team and with the coaching staff, at least celebrate something at the end of the year um, was very special. And it was a great moment because I got to see all my brothers so happy together and, and I got to to put a smile on Coach Nil's face. Um, so it was an awesome moment for sure. So before we get into the CFL draft process, I want to talk about something else. Your NFL Pro Day. How was the experience working out for potential suitors from the NFL? It was amazing. It was different. Um, I, it, it was very fast paced. They very organized and it was just an awesome experience to, to be able to get that opportunity and uh, to perform in front of scouts like that um, in the NFL, um, as well as there's a there's a handful of CFL teams there. So it was awesome to perform in front of them and allow them to, to see what I had to offer. And it was also just a really good kind of starting or step up to, to right before the CFL combine. Oh, how many teams from the NFL were looking at you? Did you have any conversations with any of them? Yeah, I've I've talked I talked to a few of them. Um, the biggest thing is just I, I think that NFL teams know that as Canadian kids, we have the CFL as, as such a great option to gain more film. Uh, U Sports film isn't isn't as I guess big for them, so they they don't really look at it as the same as sec as a SEC film or or division one film. So uh, definitely they, they kind of see if you have potential or not, or see if you're, you're able to play at that, that level. And if you have the measurables and then they know either they they'll give you a shot now, or they know that you're going to CFL and you have that chance to, to play and, and get actual film in a professional league. And, and from there, they'll really start to look at you and, and give you opportunities. So you had a bit of an edge on everybody else because you had your NFL pro day. Then you had a very impressive showing at the CFL combine. How was that one? It, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It, it started off uh, well with my vertical and things like that, but uh, you could, you really give your all at, at these events. Combines are combines are just as tough as, as games in all honesty. Um, and you go out there and you're, you're trying to give it your all in each drill and each thing. So Coming out of the NFL Pro Day, I was I was a little sore just because I gave it my all there as well. Um, so th some things were a little sore for me to do at the CFL Combine, but other than that, I felt like I did well, and I was happy to play some football in front of scouts and, and really showcase um, that ability that I have. 
So in the NFL draft and combine process, you know, you always see it televised and there's all these drills and then there's like an interview process where you go and sit down and talk to teams. A lot of people don't really know much about the whole process in Canada. So walk us through what yours was from not only the drills, but what else happened? Yeah. So with this year's combine, I guess it was a little different than previous years, but with the, with the CFL combine this year, we, we had the first day which we got there. Um, we had media day stuff, talked to the media. Then we got settled in, uh, had our height and weight uh, measurements, our medicals. And then kind of then your day ended and, and you went to the next day, which was the next day was a full combine. So you had all the drills, all the events um, all together in that day. It was a full day thing. So it, it was it was definitely a very tiring and long day. But then after that, you, you we all went back, we, we settled down and and then following that, we the next day was our first day in pads and, and you kind of we had a morning meetings practice, then got lunch, took a break, came back out, had compete periods. And then after we, we had it kind of repeated itself each day from then on for the last three days. But then each night we'd have interviews with different teams those were quite interesting and, and great experiences to get to know the teams as well as the teams get to know you. And so, yeah, the, the CFL combine altogether was a great experience. What did you do? Um, I guess a couple of days leading up to May 2nd, right? So the combine's done, you're like less than a week away, you know, this whole thing's happening. What did you do to mentally prepare yourself for what was going to happen that Tuesday night? Yeah, so obviously for the few days before, I was, I was watching the NFL draft and seeing if anything came up from there and kind of just weighed my options with that and went from there with my agent and we discussed things. But uh, I, I wouldn't say my mental really changed very much. It was kind of always the same mindset of just working out, um, getting bigger, getting stronger, being ready to go and play football again. Um, and so my mental, I don't think really changed much, just just had to look at the options and, and see things and then um, wait, wait for my name to be called in the CFL draft. Do you want to give a quick shout out to your agent? Cause apparently he's doing a great job. Yeah. He's done amazing. Uh, my agent's Ray Haja, a great guy, um, amazing agent and couldn't thank him enough for everything he's done for me. And I, I can't wait to keep working with him moving forward and uh, wouldn't, wouldn't want anyone else in my corner. <laughs> when did you know you were going number three to the riders? I didn't know until it, until it came up on the screen, uh, on the TV screen, honestly. Uh, I got I didn't know what the process was on the day of, so I thought maybe the top 20 picks, since there's a big time gap, like the NFL draft, they would give, uh, give you a call before and let you know you were getting picked. So I, I was looking around at my friends and family, and the time was going by when Sask had the pick, and I, I was looking at people, and I was like, oh, I, I, I guess I'm not going to Sask. And um, then next thing you know, it, it came up on the screen and it was a little bit of a shock at first. I was like, wow, what? Like, I didn't expect this, but uh, <laughs> it was it was definitely a very happy and surprised uh, shock because I, I am so happy to uh, go to such an amazing organization uh, and have the ability to play. And um, yeah, just just play in front of those amazing fans and, and to go third overall was truly an honor. Who uh who was the first person to call you from the riders after your name appeared on the screen? Uh it was Coach Dickinson right away. Uh he, he reached out to me. Um I was so I was so happy, so 
so glad to hear his voice and, and just talk to him for a bit. And um, yeah, I can't wait to keep talking to him. Uh, hopefully eventually I can go down to with him to Montana um, and do some backcountry backcountry skiing with him. But uh, we'll, we'll see when that comes. Without getting too much into detail, of course, you know, confidentiality and, you know, conversations between a coach and his player. What kind of things did he say to you once, like, you know, he said, welcome to Saskatchewan? Yeah, he just said uh, that he was happy to have us and that they thought very highly of me and they've been watching me for a while and they just can't wait for me to get down there and and, uh, just do what I do, play football and make plays for, for the green and white. When do you report to camp? I report, um, I head out Monday, so I'll be in getting to Saskatoon Monday and we don't, we don't start rookie camp, I guess, till Wednesday. Okay, perfect. Uh, just so for people listening, we are recording this on Saturday, the 6th, just because you do have to get out to camp here right away. And I totally respect that. So yeah, for anyone listening as of time of recording today is Saturday. Uh, what are you most excited for going to into the 2023 season? Uh, I'm just I'm just excited to to play in the professional league of the CFL and I'm just excited to get back out on that field and and play in front of the amazing organ uh, amazing fans and play for an amazing organization like the Rough Riders but all in all like I'm ready to to get to work and meet my teammates and, and all come together for the same goal of uh, possibly lifting that great cup in November. There has been tons of star power in and out of Saskatchewan over all the years. There's guys like Charleston Hughes and then, you know, Darnell Sankey now down in the XFL. Uh, Where do you see yourself kind of lining up on that defensive line? And how, what do you think some of the things that you're real, that are going to impact your play, I guess? Yeah, I I wouldn't say that I know exactly where I'll line up. Uh, I'm going to play wherever the coaches need me to and wherever the team needs me to. Um, I'll do whatever is in the best interest of the team. And I just know that I'm going to work, uh, work my butt off each day to, to play and um, to, to contribute to the team's success. Uh, So, so I'm not sure where, where I'll fit in and and things like that, but I'm willing to do whatever the team needs me to do um, and just get to work and, and, hopefully get after that quarterback a lot this year with the amazing D-line that we have and, and the D-line coach that we got. But uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say that I've been told anything, but I'm just going to go out there and, and work as if I, as, as I always do in a way, and I'm just going to keep on going until, um, until I can anymore, really. Is there anyone on the Saskatchewan roster right now that you're super excited to go and meet and kind of pick his brain and learn from? Uh, I would say just the entire um, D-line, honestly. Uh, there's so many ballers on that D-line and, and so many great guys. And then just to just to be able to to see them and be there. And then also just someone that's quite interesting is is uh, Trevor Harris. He uh, When I lived in Ottawa, he was the starting quarterback there and it's kind of come full circle I guess but um, when I was in high school I used to go to games and, and watch him play at, at TD's place and on draft night he actually reached out to me and texted me and uh, it was just kind of a surreal moment to to see such a great person and quarterback reach out to me um, that I looked up to when I when I was in Ottawa and he did such a great thing for for the Red Blacks and for Ottawa football um, so so I can't wait to see him and, and go up against him each day in practice and and have him lead our team. Wow, that's that's really impressive. It's not really as a defensive player, you know, you don't really think of like the star quarterback reaching out to you. What did he say to you? 
he just he just said that he was happy to have a, have myself on the team and that if I need anything just to reach out and uh he couldn't wait to to get till camp and couldn't wait for the season to start for our team to be successful this year. Tell us more about you outside of football and you know where does your name Lake come from? Yeah, uh so my name Lake comes from our cottage being on Lake Ontario. So uh my parents just kind of came up with it and uh I, I I enjoy it except for the constant times that people call me Blake or, or <laughs> say Blake when I tell them Lake and things like that. But um, no, it, it's it's a great name and I'm grateful to have it. And uh, but yeah, other than that, I, I would say for myself, I'm just a pretty normal guy that likes to enjoy hanging out with friends and and playing golf and going skiing. And then at the same time, I just love to to work and work out and just keeps succeeding in life really. And you know what? I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got a lot of things to pack up in Vancouver and get out to Saskatchewan. So what can fans expect from you this season? They can expect uh, a hard worker, a disciplined guy, and uh, just all around a, a great man uh, in the community. Uh, I will take the time to speak to anyone or, or do anything that uh, if people reach out to me, I'll, I'll go and meet people at games and, and I hope to see a lot of fans out there. And yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to continue to be me. I'm not going to try and be someone that I'm not. And um, I I hope that people enjoy that and I, and I will uh, keep on working as hard as I can to um, benefit the team, honestly. Well, you are going to do just that. Lake, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Congratulations at going number three overall. And I can't wait to see what you do this year. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. And uh, I can't wait to get to work. And let's go Ryder Nation. That was our conversation with the number three overall draft pick in the 2023 CFL draft of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Lake Cordy Moore. We will be back next week with another episode. And remember, you can find us on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Google, Pandora, iHeart, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And if you're enjoying the show, please make sure to give us a five-star review and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Around the CFL Podcast. Well, that is it for us this week, and we'll see you later. Mm-hmm.